Chapter 64. It barely rang once. Dad, that was quick. Ola, it's your mum. What do you mean? What's wrong? Isn't that why you're calling? I'm sure I left you a message. She looked at her phone. No message, no missed call. For a moment, Isla thought her dad was going mad. Didn't I call you earlier? I'm sure I did. I I left a message with that bloke of yours. Isla, your mum is sick. Dad, what's up with mum? Where are you? She's been ill for days. We're at Watford General. She was acting funny, but I don't know what's wrong. They think I'm ill too, but I've told them I'm okay. They think it's the Chinese thing everyone's so excited about. Where are you, my darling girl? Can you come? Her dad did not normally call her his darling, not since she was little. Her dad was scared. Her dad was never scared. I'm on my way. Isla only had time to pack a night bag, focusing instead on making sure she took all the important papers she'd need to start over away from Jakob. Running away from the flat, she never once glanced back, jumping onto the deserted 253 bus to Euston before a 20-minute train journey to Watford Junction. She texted Jakob. Not for confrontation, that would be pointless, but it would answer the question of whether her dad was losing the plot. Evening, Jay. Did my dad speak to you earlier? Yes. Was there a message? Yes. I forgot what. Pointless be damned, this wasn't something she could accept passively. There was no excuse for not passing the message to her. While she wondered how to respond, a familiar but far older face stared up at her from a copy of the nightly evening standard left on the seat next to her. Under the headline, Kingmaker Again, Stee stared at her, the first time she'd seen him in nearly two decades. He was sitting behind a desk with a castle in the sea somewhere behind him. It wasn't somewhere Isla recognised, but she'd run out of time to read the article. Pushing the paper into her bag, she ran for the train to Hertfordshire. Her mind switched to the hospital as the panic in her dad's voice flooded over her like a wave. How bad was this? Her phone beeped. A message from Jacob. Club closing tonight. No work. Buy food now. She was not going back. Isla had seen the last of that man. She just hoped she wasn't too late to see her mum before visiting time was over. Watford Junction was an eerily deserted, vacuous place. Rubbish danced in the wind. At this time of night, there would normally be the daily gaggle of commuters queuing up for snacks on their way home. But like everything else, the kiosks were closed. While London limped on, everywhere outside the sprawling metropolis was finished. There were no taxis at the rank. Isla ran up Clarendon Road with her baggage. The town was deserted. Even Weatherspoon's hardcore weeknight piss had submitted defeat. Unable to resist the international pressure for everyone to go home. Turning into Market Street, all the restaurants were closed. The ring road was deserted to the point that a murder of crows remained unmoved as they picked over the bones of a discarded KFC. This unique scene warranted the appearance of a cluster of zombies. In the distance, she could hear the piercing sounds of emergency sirens. She phoned her dad again, but this time it rang out. She rang again, and a third time the phone rang without answer. It was an hour since they had spoken. What could have happened in an hour?